Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 164, recorded live on Saturday, July 31st, 2010. And here are your hosts, the man who is not wearing glasses, Dave Pillay. Hi. And the man who is also not wearing glasses, Andy Lowe. Hello. Wait a minute. Something's not right there. Well, yes, I'm not wearing glasses. Why aren't you wearing glasses? Because I'm wearing contacts. Oh. Okay. You're not going to ask why I'm wearing contacts? I'll bite. Why are you wearing contacts? I am wearing contacts because um, I am finally getting the lenses replaced on my glasses. Okay. I have had the same lenses on my glasses, I think, since I've had those glasses, which has been over seven or eight years. That is a very long time to have a, a, a single pair of lenses. I know. But I, I finally had, um, with the with the di- the eye appointment, my year came up, and so I had to get my eyes checked again. And while I was there, I'm like, you know, they might be worth checking this. Yeah, our vision plan allows us to purchase like a, one pair of glasses to to wear for the year. Mm-hmm. And so I I love the frames that I have. They're extremely lightweight. They're very they're flexible. They're not like this crazy flexing glasses, but they're still flexible. They're extremely lightweight. They look good on me, and so I really don't want to give up those frames. And so I'm finally getting new lenses put in instead. Cool. But in order to do that, they had to send my glasses far, far away. And so I've been wearing contacts for the past three days now, and it's... I forgot how annoying contacts are. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes. I don't have to worry about them. Well, you suck. I know. One of these days, Dave, one of these days. What, you're going to, like, poke my eye? <laughs> no, I'm just saying one of these days, your vision most likely will require you to wear classes. Oh, probably. In fact, I should really call the optometrist at some point in the near future. Why, are you starting to think you're getting a little fuzzy? No, I know that my vision improves if I wear glasses. I don't have I have perfect vision, but I have vision that's close enough that I can make do with it. Let me put it this way. I can pass the little driver's test without the glasses. Ah. The, you know, is it pointing up? Is it pointing down? What letter is this? Yeah, I can easily do that with my left eye, but if they try and make me do it with my right eye only... Mm-hmm. Yeah... It's pretty bad. <laughs> but my right eye has always been bad. That's why I actually had to wear a patch over my left eye when I was younger. I did not know that. Yep. I have lazy eye. I oh. forgot what the actual um, scientific term is. Well, I think about three minutes or 30 seconds on Wikipedia would get you that. Ambilopia. <laughs> As I said. That's actually Google Health. I didn't know there was a Google Health, but anyway. There is indeed a Google Health. So, well, cool. I'm glad you're getting new new glasses. Yeah. So, yep. Oh, inability to judge depth correctly. Mmm, that's always fun. So maybe that's... Maybe that's, uh... Why? I'm not... I'm clumsy. Oh, I think there are other reasons. 
in persons with amblyopia. It sounds so much like namblobe of some kind. Namblo? Na- or nam- nambla. Nambla is what you're thinking of. Yeah. And no, it does not sound like nambla. Amblyopia? Yeah, it doesn't. No, it doesn't sound like nambla. Mm. Preferred eye has normal vision, which it does. But the other eye is sore. Well, not normal vision, but it has regular vision. Yeah. Yeah, but part delaying treatment can result in permanent vision problems. Thank God, my parents decided not to uh, delay treatment. Mm-hmm. So, Dave, how was Iowa? Gorgeous, absolutely beautiful. Lots of but corn. a very long drive. <laughs> Lots of corn. So much corn. Iowa, Andy, is the only place I've ever been where the uh, the super unleaded was cheaper than regular unleaded. Really? Yeah. The prices were backwards there. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Now, why do you think that is? Um, probably because the regular unleaded has ethanol added to it. Other way. Other Oh, you're right. Cause this, you're in Iowa. Iowa, the premium gas would have ethanol added to it, therefore the price would be lower. Right. So, yeah. Uh, it, it was... Pretty nice. You know, did you hear about the dam that broke in Iowa? No. There were those huge, huge storms last week. Yeah. Uh, We drove through those storms, and it it was probably the worst weather I've ever driven in. And a dam broke in Iowa very close to us, and we had stayed overnight in Rockford, Illinois. And when we drove the next day... We passed, like, uh, one or two towns that were just absolutely flooded. I mean, like, six feet, well, maybe not six feet, but five feet of standing water. Huh. I saw a car that was mostly submerged. <laughs> oh, man, that would have... It sucks. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you just see a road that goes downhill into a river, and you think for a second... Why would they build a road that goes down to a river and then you see the house sticking out of the river? You say, oh, why would they build a house in a... Oh. There was no river there when they built the house. There was no river there yesterday. (laughs) That's not good. Man, Dave, think of how screwed you would be if your electronics got wet. Yeah, pretty screwed. There's like, there's two things... You really need to fear with electronics. Flooding and lightning storms. Lightning storms, as long as you have good fuse box and good surge protectors, you actually don't really need to fear them. Well, I thought the fact that lightning actually travels faster than a circuit breaker can engage. Okay, you, you got to explain that, how light can move faster than light. No, no, the um, lightning moves at the speed of light. Yeah. But the delayed reaction of a circuit breaker to trip it, it it's not fast enough to protect everything hmm. from the lightning. From what I remember, I, I would try and figure it. Uh, I can't spell circuit right now, it seems. C-I-R-C-U-I-T. Circuit City? No, wait, they're out of business now. Yeah, except they exist again. I know. I'm waiting. 
I can't find it at the moment. Okay. If I put circuit breaker too slow, um, something uh, surge relays are too slow. Circuit, yeah, la 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 la. In these circumstances, the conventional circuit breaker is too slow to provide. Ooh, what is this? Come on, where? <laughs> Still waiting. Okay. Oh, they're talking about different surge suppressors that are too slow. Okay. So maybe there's some circuit breakers that are too slow for lightning protection. Okay. Not all of them, it seems, according yeah. to that random website I just went to. Yay, random website. Because, you know, everything you read on the internet is true. Well, it's funny you bring that up. Uh-oh. I sense a topic coming up. Well, it's right in the middle there. Trusting Google too much. Okay. It seems that, according to a paper published in the International Journal of Communication, a study out of Northwestern, students barely care about who or what is showing up when they click on that top link. They just use it. Click. Yep. They observed, huh. they observed over 100 college freshmen performing searches on a computer for specific information, usually with Google, but they also used Yahoo, SparkNotes. Man, I remember when SparkNotes was free. That is Spark how... SparkNotes charges now? Yeah. Wow. I remember also the website that SparkNotes was based off of. And then they created SparkNotes, and then SparkNotes took off, and I think the Spark just basically disappeared. Back in my day, yeah, we actually yeah, yeah. had floppy, floppy disks. Well, the inside of a floppy is still floppy. I know, but... Um, it's just a hard outer casing. Okay, back in my day, we actually used floppy disks. Yeah, there we go. Um, but in only... my day, we didn't have BitTorrent. <laughs> you had to go to software fairs to exchange software. Oh, you had to spell wares with a Z back in my day. As opposed to what? Um, you spell. To it my with... knowledge, they spill. They they still spell wares with a Z. I know, but you don't have when you're searching for websites. You don't have to look for the wares spelled with a Z. Okay. You just go to BitTorrent. You search for the software name. Ah. Uh, anyways, the, so these these people actually looked at just the first link and didn't go anywhere past that, or they just didn't care who was the first link? Most students clicked on the first search result no matter what it was, and more than a quarter of respondents said explicitly that they chose it because it was the first result. Huh. Only 10% of the participants mentioned the author or author's credential when performing their research, and none actually followed through by verifying either the identification or the qualification of the author. Whoops. Yeah... They also did acknowledge that certain websites, ending in .gov and .edu, were more credible. Yep. But they also felt the same way about .org sites. Yeah, that's a slight problem. We could be random. RAPodcast.org. Oh, shit, that reminds me. RAPodcast.net is going to be coming up soon. Mm-hmm. I should probably buy that again. You're on a one-year domain? No, nope, two years. Okay. But it's been two years. Wow. Back in my day, we didn't have no iPad. Why are you? No, we didn't. 
I don't know. Although you could say that this is still our day. How so? Well, we're in our mid-twenties. That's kind of like the prime of life. Yes, but Dave, things move faster on the internet. But they don't. But they do. Prove it. How old is Rick rolling? Two years. Is it old? Yes. There you go. But we don't live on the internet. Dave? Yeah? For the people who are listening, we are living on the internet. Oh. Well, shit. (laughs) As you remember, you need an internet access to listen to us. Yeah, you kind of do. Oh, there's a little switch on the Woodoff light. I see. You didn't know there was a switch on the Woodoff light? No, I didn't know there was a little switch. Oh, sad. I I just thought you plugged them in and they turned on. No, because that would be annoying. So there's a little switch. Is it funny that I can actually hear your Woodoff lights going on in the background? That's because I've got them actually rather close to the boom. All right, I'll put those away. (laughs) Don't make me break about my Woodoff lights. Woo! I put those on Cuzza's laptop in BYOC last year. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And they never moved. They never moved because they never actually... (laughs) Well, because he was busy the whole time. Yeah. He was in for he was doing like hardcore enforcing. <sighs> Which makes me want to be an enforcer, but then also doesn't want to be an enforcer. I don't want to be an enforcer. Don't want to bother with it. <laughs> oh. So okay, students trust Google too much. Yeah. Well they they trust that the Google is able to put the good links right up front. The, yeah, the very first link. Because, so, and they, did they also do a, a study of how often that first link actually was accurate? Um, I do not believe so. Yeah, I didn't think so. Because if it is, you know, like 95% of the time, then I could kind of excuse those students. But when it's wrong, it's it's the fact that they're trusting the tool too much is what I think this... It's like I said, they're trusting Google too much to have the right answer for them right on top. Yeah, but if Google has earned that trust by by being correct, you know, 95% of the time, I'm, I'm not sure I, I really see the issue then. Well, it comes back to that classic uh, being able to search versus actually researching. Mm. Search versus research. Okay. Would you enlighten me as to the difference between search and research? Well, you're being able to search for something is no problem. I could search for anything right now. And then just taking what the search engine gives me in return and just going with it. Okay. Researching is actually going to the search engine, putting in its terms, and then actually diving below the search engine. Actually going to the links, actually seeing what they're talking about, like I did with circuit breakers. Okay, I just looked up. What cir- you? I, I see what you're calling research. I, I just call searching. Yes, but there's things that just oh, let me search for something. Okay, without doing well, any. But act- they are they are going to the first link. Yes, I mean so so that fits with what you were saying. What you were calling research, they are actually going to the lab. They're not just taking what the search engine spits at them, a little snippet. 
they're going to the link. But the, the point of this article is that they're all going to the first one. Yeah. And it also points out that they're not really caring what that first link is. Is it cause Well, they aren't looking and and seeing who's the author, who owns it, things like that. Yeah. But my point is, if Google is accurate 95% of the time, if they're giving you a good link, where if they had gone and looked at the author, it would have been like, oh, yeah, no, that's fine. If they do that 95% of the time, and I'm not saying that they do, but if they do, then I don't see the problem with just going to the first link. Unless you're doing some serious research about uh, opposing views and you need to, you want to look at, I mean, you should go to more than one link to begin with. But going to the first link to get some information isn't bad. The only issue I'd have with it is, is things like bias. Well, you know, if the first link was from Glenn Beck and the second link was from John Stewart, they're going to be very different. Yes. But then it comes down to the fact of search engine optimization and paying for the uh, sponsored links and stuff like that. Oh, see, I, I don't count the sponsored link as the first well, link. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't count it as the first link either, but yeah. it's the fact that people, the sites are going to have, are going to be gearing everything towards search engine optimization to get themselves highest up on that list, even if it's not the best place to go. Which is sad that it could be, you could have a great website, but it could be a couple links down because their SEO is not as good as the comp sci major who's studied SEO actually and has their degree. I think you can actually get a degree now in SEO. Which seems kind of crazy. Well, it, it's kind of an important thing for our future. <laughs> As this article proves. Have you gone through and read uh, Rainbow's End yet? No, I am quite busy with a full-time job. Okay, well, fine. And then I have to edit when this podcast. When uh, In a couple of weeks. Okay, well, in a couple of weeks, go and get Rainbow's End. Fine. So what do you want next? Mike Cox. Ah, Mike Cox. The butt of all Michigan jokes. For those of you who uh, are not from Michigan, Mike Cox is... And some of you from Michigan. And some of you from Michigan who have not been paying attention. Mike Cox is Attorney General of Michigan. He is running to be the governor of Michigan. Mike Cox could be governor. Ah... Yeah, just soak in that. Anyways, one. so why did Mike Cox show up in our list? Well, you know the California law that's going to the Supreme Court. Yeah, Schwarzenegger versus whatever. Yeah, um, the ECA is maybe I don't know. There was a um, a brief filed by eleven state attorney generals supporting the California law. Ah. And those states are Connecticut, Florida, Hawaii, Illinois, Louisiana, Maryland, Minnesota, Mississippi, Texas, Virginia, and Michigan. Michigan. Good old Mike Cox. Yep. Now, this was just the attorney generals kind of on their own initiative. This wasn't an order from a governor. This wasn't anything like that. But they are the state attorney generals in um, 
and I, if I remember correctly, in criminal cases, they basically speak for the state. Right. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm not terribly pleased with that. Um, I don't know what to do about it, other than not vote for him in the election next week. What? The primary. wonder what the uh, Michigan primary... I can't spell Michigan or primary right now, it seems. It's it's very close. It's like a three-way tie between uh, Cox, Snyder, and I think Bouchard. I thought it was Hoekstra. Oh, yeah, it's not Bouchard. It's Hoekstra. Hoekstra, Cox, and Snyder. And I think I'll probably, if I vote in the Republican primary, it'll probably be Snyder. Who are the Democrats that are running? That's, I, have, I have not heard anything from any of the Democrats. Granted, I'm living on yeah. the west side of Michigan. No, I, Andy, I live in Ann Arbor, and I haven't heard anything about the Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> Something's wrong if you're living in Ann Arbor, and you have not heard really anything about any of the Democratic... Candidates. Yeah. Yeah. Snyder has 26, Cox has 24, and Hoekstra has 23. All in a poll yeah. with a 4.9% margin of error. So they're basically statistically tied. Yep. Great. There's no way to call this one yet. Nope. <sighs> I just can't wait till they actually hear this case in September. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited for it. But we won't find out till like, January what they rule. Yeah. Man, it must be... It's either A, really cool to be a Supreme Court justice, or B, really sucks for the amount of pressure that you have put on you to make those decisions. You have an appointment for life. Yeah. You're taken care of. <laughs> but then you have to make some of the hardest decisions ever. Ever. Yeah. Uh... So that's Mike Cox. On the podcast. Yay, Mike Cox. This is an interesting one. Extreme Tech, which is known for high-end graphic cards, cutting-edge processors, all that other stuff. Okay. Overclocking and modding and all the fun stuff. They decided to try and build a $200 PC. Oh, didn't you build a $100 PC? Um, basically, yeah. Yeah, but you, you cheated by, like, scavenging parts from your old one. Yeah, and... Um, buying stuff at Property Dispo and stuff like that, stuff that people normally... It's its like a, it was a one-time occurrence of the ability to do that. Right. These guys went for $200 off of Newegg. Nice. So... Is it... Does it run? I mean, can it do anything? It runs. It's got a... So it's got a dual-core processor, and they wanted it upgraded. Let's see what the components are. Uh, third-party motherboard. It's got 1333 DDR3 RAM. Nice. 2.9 gigahertz Athlon 2 dual-core. Gig of RAM, 160-gigabyte hard drive, 350-watt power supply. So, um, yeah, that's probably going to need to be upgraded before you... Um, Add in a video card. Yep. Okay, so it's the equivalent of a netbook desktop. Yes. You'll be browsing the web, and you can do word processing. And it has room to be upgraded if you need it, but this time they did not. They also installed a Linux uh, operating system because that was well, free. Yeah, 
Windows would have added another $150 to it. Which is the, basically the entire price of the computer. Oh, they compared it to a e-machines that um, he purchased a $300 e-machines. And there, it booted faster, it copied files faster, it had a higher future mark test score. It's running Linux. Yeah. Of course it's going to copy files faster. But yeah, all, all the tests proved that it was better than the $300 e-machines that was out there. Nice. So $200 computer. Done by the guys who handle $1,000 computers and all the high-end graphics and all that stuff. Right. Which I thought was kind of interesting. It's the guys who are all gung-ho about overclocking and everything. They're like, well, what happens if we go for $200? <laughs> so, WPA2. Yep. Last week we talked encryption. about how the encryption for GSM phones could be broken. Had been broken. And now there is a problem with WPA Security Protocol 2 for the Wi-Fi. Which, this is the WPA PSK, or is this a different one? No, this is, I think this is PSK. Okay. Or is this... The a- site's not loading for me. Or is this AES? No, yeah, no, yeah, P, P, uh, PTK and GTK, and yeah, this is the, this is the heavy-duty one. Okay. This is the this one... This is the one that, like, it's supposed to take years to brute force? Yes, this is the one that I am currently using, and I'm guessing, Dave, that, are you using it too, or no? No. Oh, yeah. I you- actually have no encryption on my network. You're just hiding it really well. Yeah. Okay. I've actually had someone get on it before, but I, I monitor this from time to time, so I just kicked him off and banned his MAC address. Nice. So, um, yeah, they're going to announce what the... Uh, he's going to demonstrate the hack at uh, DEF CON, which is happening this week. Cool. By this week, I mean the week that you're listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, what's really funny is he called it Hole 196... And that refers to the page of the standard, the the, the standard released by the I Triple E. It's released the, the page that the standard is on. Ah, so on which the vulnerability is buried. Yep. Nice. So we might have a problem with the Wi-Fi. Yeah, I I doubt it. It's going to be such a difficult thing. It'll take it another two years before it comes in. To a point where where people can do it, but it it's it's ridiculous how we have almost like a cold war between security. No, it's not even the, it, it's the the Red Queen is what it is. The Red Queen. The Red Queen. Run as fast as you can just to stay in place. Can't believe you did an Alice in Wonderland reference. It's actually a Michael Crichton reference. Oh. Uh, it, it's from Alice in Wonderland, but he used it in that way to describe evolution. Uh, the Red What's Queen, wrong? sex and the evolution of human nature. Hmm. Ooh. Side note, Amazon Prime. Awesome. <laughs> you went with the free year? Mm-hmm. I don't order enough stuff off Amazon to, to make it worth it, I think. Well, Dave, it's free anyway. Yeah. It's not like it's going to hurt anything. Right, but... I don't know. Maybe I'll sign up for it. So, we'll be able to will we be able to play our games in 20 years? Um on emulators? Yeah, but I thought emulators are not technically legal. Legal? They're not. Plus playing Final well, Fantasy they, they actually are, but it's if weird. if you own a copy, yes, I know it's a digital no, backup. I have, 
the the emulator itself, as long as they didn't reverse engineer it by like ripping the machine apart, uh, is is completely legal. Oh, the ROMs are legal if you own the physical copy. Yeah, you're you're supposed to be allowed to make a backup. Okay. What I think this one is pointing more out to is, A, the fact of not being able to actually have the console games, Mm -hmm. like the actual physical console. Like, I really can't, I can't, I don't think I'd be able to plug a regular Nintendo into an HDTV. And if I did, it would look like crap. I'm looking over at my my little uh, ATI wonder thing. Yeah, I know, I've got one too, somewhere around here. That has RCA ports. I know, I have one too. Yeah, well, so there you go. But... It's that point is the actual problem with the hardware, but then also it's the fact of downloadable releases. Mm-hmm. And would we still be able to play those? Because you think about it. That the servers have to be up. Yep. And there's no guarantee that those servers will be up. Like Halo 2 just got taken down. Yeah, we were never promised anything about the servers. Which seems kind of ridiculous that you could have a great game like, let's say, Braid. Awesome game. Love the game. Still haven't actually gotten through all the stars yet. It takes a while. Okay. Um, have you played Braid? I've played sections of Braid. Okay. It was the artsy yep. time travel one. Yep. Artsy time travel platformer. Yeah. I've played it. Bits of it. That one was online only. It, what happens if server goes down it's what are, what are we going to do i got it on xbox live arcade but what happens when the once the, it's on the internet it, it never goes away you don't think so well okay i do have to say that i was playing evil genius mm-hmm. that game came out years ago there's still an online following of it mm-hmm. but let's say it's playing um mag which is completely dependent on the server completely dependent on the server completely dependent on other people playing the game at the same time. Yep. Which does not really happen even now with games that have only come out three or four years ago. Trying to look, trying to find online games to play with like Stranglehold or Rainbow Six or stuff like that or Guitar Hero 3. There's, there's, an on, there's a moving group of online players that just keep on jumping from game to game to game and after a while there's nobody playing the multiplayer version of this part or this part or this part anymore and how much every game now has multiplayer in it you're losing a majority of the game just due to time yep the real question is in 20 years andy are we going to care that is a very good question because how many people are playing pong adventure and space war when was the last time you picked up a copy of zork um well, I have the Atari 20-in-1 console under the TV, but I haven't played that in forever. Yeah, but that's not the original. That's, for all intents and purposes, an emulator. Yes, but it's it's pretty... No. I know it's not they, the original original. They remade that so that you could plug it into your TV. I would have brought the original Atari out from the basement, but I don't have the power supply for it, and I can't find any of the original games that we used to have. Okay. But you're right. The ba- it's like the question with the big hoopla that happened over the PS3 dropping backwards compatibility. Who plays PS2 games? Yeah. Although I do. I, I have my PS2 under my bed. When was the last time you played a PS2 game? Well, I'm, I've am i been meaning to take this ATI thing and try and hook up the PS2 through it because I don't have a TV to play a PS2 game. Oh, yeah. You got rid of your TV, didn't you? Yeah. Freed up a lot of space. But when was the last time you actually played your PS2? When did I get rid of my TV? <laughs> it was about then. <laughs> if I'm looking at my list of PS2 games that I've got right here, I had Katamari, Amplitude, all the Final Fantasy stuff that I've got. 
But th- then it goes back to this is more of the generic question of how do we save for her hysteric posterity? Hysterical? Historical posterity. Historical. Historical posterity, not hysterical posterity. Hysterical posterity sounds like a medical condition. <laughs> oh my god, my butt is going crazy. Ah! Sorry. Do you, do you know where hysteria comes from, Andy? Wasn't that a TV show on the WB? It might have been, but the word is far older than that, and I suggest you look it up and then think about what you had just said. Oh, that involves too much working. Yeah. So I need you to do... Okay. No. Uh, tell you what. Do you know what a hysterectomy is? Nope. Okay. You you really might want to look that one up. That's where his, hysteria comes from, that kind of same root. Anyways, moving on. I don't like the Wikipedia article on hysteria. I don't know what it means. So, gaming in 20 years, we don't know if we'll even care about our old games. But the, it, uh, it comes to the we'll question probably, about keeping them for historical posterity. Yeah, well, in 20 years, Andy, we'll probably be able to beat those old games in our mind. Ooh. You will close your eyes and see a map of StarCraft. I don't know if I'd really want that. <laughs> Most of the maps weren't actually that exciting. I loved Forts. Oh, was it Big Money? Big Game Hunters? No, no. What's the what's the multiplayer map that people always played? It was Big Money or something. Big, big Game Hunters. Oh. I thought that was a mod. Or a... No, it was a um, custom map that Blizzard eventually adopted into an official map. Okay. So, video so games. I, I, by the way, I've been playing StarCraft 2. Yes, since it came out a few days ago. I was expecting you to be completely off the face of the earth right now. The, well, we're recording. Oh... One of the few things that can tear Dave away from StarCraft. No, there are actually many things like helping my girlfriend move, helping Brian Beth move. Did they pay you in... Oh, they can't pay you in pizza and beer. That wouldn't be very good for you. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, going to Iowa, things like that. Although it wasn't out when we went to Iowa. No. Uh, but as, as a storytelling device, it's actually very good. Well, that's good to hear. I still have not gotten it yet. I figured as much. You have a full-time job. Yes. And I have many so, games at the moment. In a couple weeks, you, you should pick it. Actually, you know what I could do for you is I have a 10-day, ten, 7-day ten trial. I think it's actually a 7-hour trial. 7-hour trial? Or, well, it's 7 hours of playtime. Oh. Let me uh, dig through the box. Yeah, guest pass. Seven. 7 hours of game time or 14 days from activation, whichever comes first. <laughs> well, that's kind of funny. So I can I can let you borrow this... Well, I can give you this trial, and then we can see how much you enjoy or don't enjoy. But we'll wait for you to finish your full-time job. So, Dave, is the game industry a happy place? Judging by whose standards? Well, they're just talking about all of the trolls on forums and... Yeah, but that's not the industry, that's the community. Well, okay, so there's the audience, which is always unhappy... About delays and... You'll never get a a happy audience. Well, what about the developers who are working, getting worked to the grindstone by the men in suits? You know, the the, the studios that I've seen that look the happiest are the ones without the men in suits, where it's just the developers who are working their asses off. What about the, the, the game media, where you have everybody who is... You mean like Kotaku and was it Game of Sutra and GameSpot and Destructoid and Penny Arcade? Everybody is all angry. Uh, no, they generally seem to be having a good time. 
Well, Penny it, Arcade looks like they're they're always having fun. Yeah, PvP. Did you did they're, you actually watch pizza. the uh, last Penny Arcade TV or no? Uh, which one was it? The one that just came out. No, the last one. I have not. You should. What's it about? Well, it's it's less of life at Penny Arcade as it more of is just Mike and Jerry at home. Ooh, and they're with their kids and they're adorable. Oh, I know. How did do they show uh, Jerry's new girl? Um, I think so. Well, yeah, she should be almost a year now. I do believe so. Yes, then it's hard She'll to keep track of them back. now. <laughs> that is true. It's it's kind of hard to not know what your birthday is now. Her birthday is Pax. Her birthday is a day after mine. So, the, well, I love this. Okay, so anyways, I, I I'll have to watch that. But going on. Who's saying that the game industry isn't? Um, one of the writers for Game of Sutra. Okay. They're actually their news director. It's basically talking about how there's a lot of unhappiness in the gaming industry. Mm. I love this one quote. There are actual people out there who will make fun of you if you say you're trying to do real journalism. Yeah, probably. <sighs> Although I've, I've started including that in our emails now that you and I are trying to maintain some form of journalistic integrity. <gasps> What? For- I know, it's so weird. For shame. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, if people uh, message us and they're like, oh, you know, can you take that out? We say, yeah, sure, that's not a problem. We can either just cut it plain out or we can redact it. I could see that, yeah. Right? That's journalistic integrity. That's us trying to make sure that we only, you know, we, we don't put in stuff people, well, how should I say this? We don't put in only the things people want, but if they ask us, you know, if they revealed to us something they weren't supposed to, then we we can take it out. Does that sound right? It seems so. Are we going to have to start vetting our uh, our post our uh, podcasts? Uh, vetting with who? I don't know. We'd have to. We'd have yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. We'd have to find somebody to vet we all vet our our own podcast. I. <laughs> <sighs> But it seems it seems sad that there's always a it seems that there's very a lot of unhappiness. It's very yeah. unhappy. Yes. I could see that. It seems like I mean there's a lot of pressure in the industry. Yeah. But you know, go to PAX and talk to like the guys at Uber Entertainment for Monday Night Combat. They're all they love it. They're having a great time. Now they'd quit other jobs because they were unhappy and the stress and the the crap, but they're having a great time. Sorry, I'm just thinking of the happiness. The happiness? I'm thinking of happy places. Like happy places. Puppies like and Disney? puppies and daisies and puppies in fields of daisies. Puppies in fields of daisies. Yes. Okay. It seems happy. Go for it. Okay. What kind of puppies are they, Andy? Well, I don't know. They're the cute, adorable puppies. Ah. I think all the puppies are cute and adorable. These are like the, the super little fluffy puppies. Yes. In a field of daisies. Yes. Okay. So back to the horrid world of evilness. Disney bought Playdom for Wow, that really is evilness, but yeah. okay. Who the hell is Playdom? Um they're basically they're sort of like the they're a competitor to Zanga. So they're doing all that's, the social media games and everything. Popcap wannabe. Well the Popcap Zanga sort of things. Wait, did Popcap buy Zanga? No. Okay. It, that you you scared me for a sec. No. That would be awful. Well, I see Zynga games and PopCap games as two different things. I don't see them in the same field. Well, because Zynga's the, the social whatever. Yeah, the Mafia and Wars, Farm Town. 
PopCap is just like, sit down for five minutes and play this incredibly addicting game. But then they also have other games like Bookworm Adventures and Plants vs. Zombies. Side note. Sit down for five minutes and play this incredibly addictive game. Side note, it's not on the list there, but they are getting rid of Michael Jackson out of Plants vs. Zombies. Oh. oh. They're replacing him with a disco dancing zombie, which has goldfish in his disco boots. That's really funny, but why, why get rid of the Michael Jackson one? The estate of Michael Jackson was upset. Oh, seriously? Yes. Losers. <laughs> Here we are. More unhappiness. That was classic. I know, because it even had a little bit of that Thriller theme song going on in the background. Yeah. It it just made sense. Yeah. But now they were unhappy, and now PopCap is folding, and they're just going to replace it with a disco zombie. God, yo. Which, just buy the rights to it, PopCap. Which sucks, though, is because even if you already own the game, like as soon as you connect it, it will. it's going to patch it. Yep. So no way to avoid it. There's no way to keep your zombie Michael Jackson. Oh, no, that's not true. Okay, so you'd be able to just buy it, put it on a computer, and then not connect to that computer to the internet? Yep. Yeah, because that seems... Like... Well, like, my, I have mine through Steam. I, I'm not sure if I can tell it to refuse updates or not, but I know that if I go into offline mode, it won't update it. Yes, but then, Dave, you'd have to live in Steam, an offline mode. I have two computers. <laughs> <sighs> How are you going to buy Civ Five? by the way? I'm not sure. Why do you ask? Because I'm not sure how I'm going to do it either. I, I think if it's available via Steam, I'll probably do it like that. Because it is nice to be able to not have to worry about a hard copy. Yeah, or updates. But then there's sometimes where you kind of wish you had a hard copy because you don't have internet access. Mm, true. So it's six of one. I just, yeah, I mean, I just cleaned up uh, my bookcase and I threw out uh, at least a dozen old CDs of video games because I've registered them electronically. I can just download them now. Yes, but then you're going with oh, the without, idea that you have the internet everywhere. Without internet access, that, that would be a bit more difficult. And believe me, out on the west side of the state... Yep. There's not even cell phone service everywhere, let alone internet access. Hmm. Well, but once you have it installed, you don't need the internet access. No, but you need the internet access to install it. Yes. So, I don't know. It's, it's, it's the whole thing about how much do we trust the cloud, how much do we trust the servers are going to be there in the future. Right. I, a company like Microsoft or Valve, I'd be inclined to trust them to be there for a while. I could see it. Oh. Valve would have to really screw up to lose enough money that they have to shut down Steam. <laughs> that that would be sad. And I, for some odd reason, just closed Firefox. GG. So, Dave, what's the next one on the list while we wait for my Firefox to reload? Uh, reclaim your attention span. Ah, what was that? I'm going there right now. Oh, yeah, ha, 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 ha. Sorry. Oh, it's the Lifehacker article that I skipped over. <laughs> was it the Lifehacker article that was too long and you didn't read it? No, I, I just, I have it on my Google Reader, and I'm like, I don't really care. Are you saying that you're fine with the attention span that you have? Oh, I know I could use a better attention span than what I've got, but I just didn't care. I wanted to keep moving and find out what else was in my inbox. 
Well, I have a lot of stuff in my inbox. I have 730 unread emails that I'm trying to go through. Oh, my emails are at zero, but well, I have... You use Google Reader. I use email attachments that are sent, or email newsletters that are sent to me once a day. Why? Because I find it easier to just read a couple of those at a time than trying to keep up with my Google Reader. Okay. Hey, whatever works for you. So my email basically is my Google Reader. Yeah, and so how's that working out with you, with 700 unread emails? <laughs> I'm working on it. I get it down, uh-huh. and then it goes back up again, and then I get it down, and then it goes back up again. I just need to figure out which of these I just need to stop paying attention to. Anything buying gadget? Ouch. I haven't been very pleased with their reporting. I think Gizmodo does a better job. Aha. Yay, it's back up again. Okay. So it's the idea of the... But it is kind of sad that the attention span on the internet is short. Yes. But hopefully it will start to get longer because you... YouTube has extended their time limit Woo! to 15. So it's more than 10 minutes? It's 15 minutes now. Awesome. So you can actually now have your 15 minutes of fame. I don't know if anybody will actually watch a YouTube video for 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Uh, if it's, you know, old TV shows. Yeah, but the, the new viral videos where people get their 15 minutes of fame are like videos that are... 20 seconds. Yeah. Like the guy who's moonwalking through the store. Oh, that's a funny video. Did you ever watch that, Dave? Nope. I'll send you the link at some point. Brew your own beer and soda. Moonwalking in a grocery store. Oh. That's not the right one. Oh, well, I'll have to find the right one later. Okay. Anyways. So, um, another one, too much multiplayer, like we brought up earlier. Does everything really need to have multiplayer, and what happens if multiplayer disappears? It Nowadays, you, you almost have to. But Why? Because gaming is an inherently social activity. It is almost always, almost always more fun with someone else. But think, okay, even Oregon Trail, right? Yes. Is more fun when you're playing it next to someone else who's playing it and you're competing and you're going like, ah, ha, ha, look at that. I I just killed a buffalo and I have enough meat. Oh, crap. My guy just died of dysentery. It's kind of funny that I think of all the times I've played Oregon Trail, I don't think I really had anybody die of dysentery. I've had like... I at least once a trip. I've had a lot of people die of cholera. Yeah. No dysentery, though. I, I think I've died of both. But my, my point stands. It's more fun with someone. But is that really multiplayer, though? Well, yeah, well, yes, it is multiplayer, but... It, that's my point. Like, you know, even that little social interaction makes it more fun. But then you also get the 13-year-olds who are swearing up a storm that you're playing against in well, Halo. that's because they're idiots. I don't necessarily mean online multiplayer or public matchmaking. But there's... That, well, but that's a natural consequence of just adding multiplayer. If you've added multiplayer, why limit it? Because I hate playing with idiots. Then don't. Play with your friends. Although you might run out of those if you don't want to play with idiots. <laughs> are you saying you're an idiot? Uh, maybe. <laughs> okay. GameStop bought Congregate. Whoa. Yeah. That's big. Mm-hmm. So GameStop has now bought a Flash game website. That had a lot of really good games. Like Pandemic and such. Yeah. Or was that... Speaking of which, you, you need to play Pandemic with us. The actual board game Pandemic? Yeah, the board game Pandemic. We played it on hard mode and won... 
We won on hard mode. No, wait. Are you the countries or are you the virus? You are a like crack team of specialists fighting the four infections. So it's kind of like Outbreak, the book, not the movie. Sure. It, it's like the book. Just trust me on that one. Okay. It's like the book. Which I thought was better than the movie. But anyway. There, you know, there's there's three ways to lose and one way to win. It's you versus the game, and it's so much fun. <laughs> that actually might be fun, playing a board game to ha- have people against the game itself. Yeah, that's entirely what this game is, is you're, you're playing against the game. Although in the expansion, which is out of print, I hear that one person has a secret job of bioterrorist. Oh, so you have a mole in the game? Yeah, so you have one person who is secretly trying to screw up everyone else. Wow. That's... <laughs> oh, But see, that's why playing with your friends is more fun. <sighs> okay, so I'll give it that multiplayer is a double-edged sword. Yeah. You're playing with your friends, which is more fun, but then you also have the chance of playing with idiots... Which is not as fun. I'll tell you what, when, uh, when, when Monday Night Combat comes out, Mo wants to get an IRC like ladder going where it's all of us. Hmm. I think it's, it's like 12 or 16 people. Hmm. So you, you're going to get that game, right? <laughs> I haven't actually seen this game in action. I haven't had my hands on it to try it out, so I don't know. Well, I, I don't know if there's going to be a demo of it. You did go to the site that I sent you, right? Which You send me many sites, Dave. Oh, damn it. Find it later. Right now we need to talk about how nobody cares about Foursquare. Nobody cares. <laughs> the end. Although I lost my mayorship of Tower Plaza because I haven't been checking in for the last month. I love how less than 5% of U.S. online users have ever used a location-based application on a mobile device. Yep. So 85% of the people have never heard of Foursquare. Yep. What a surprise. <laughs> 80% are men, 70% are between the age of 19 and 35, and there's 0% over 65 who have ever used the location-based software. 0%? Over the age of 65, yeah. Bullshit. According to this survey, 0%. So the, yeah, well, that, no. <laughs> but still, it's Foursquare. Everybody's all talking about Foursquare, like, woo, Foursquare, and then it's just like... Well, but the same thing could be said about Twitter when it was getting its start. Yeah. The, you know, like, people like Leo Laporte was on Twitter talking about, oh, Twitter, oh, it's this new great thing, and no one else knew what the hell it was. And remember, he was actually thinking about jumping into uh, Jaiku yeah. a long time ago. Oh, man, that is... Yeah, the same damn thing could be said about the internet. <laughs> it's kind of Back odd. In the in the early 90s, hey, have you heard about this World Wide Web thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's... Yeah, the internet, man, it's going to change everything. Oh, it's just a fad. <laughs> Uh, don't tell me that no one above the age of 65 does this we'll just have to wait you know 30 years until everybody who is using foursquare reaches the age of 65 65 (laughs) yeah no it 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 still has an opportunity to take off uh it needs to get picked up by stores and commercial markets but they already you know, have start, their they they already have Starbucks. their own frequent goer card of some kind or another at most places. Yeah, but if you integrate that with something like Foursquare, it's coming. Just give it time. <sighs> Speaking of new technology, Street Slide came out. Street Slide. Yep. 
it's, what's Street Slide? It's kind of like Street View and kind of uh, kind of like Street Side. Okay. But when you, when you're using Street View on Google, it's good to be like in the one little area, but it's kind of hard to see way down the road. Yeah. This one is Street Slide, and it's created by Microsoft, so you can actually see the. It takes all the pictures of Street View and puts them as one solid picture along cool. the entire street. I, I bet you that's using the the Sea Dragon stuff. Probably. So, if if you're wondering, okay, this thing's on 4th Street, what else is on 4th Street? If you go into Street View, it'd be kind of hard to see. You have to keep paging around, yeah. looking around. This but if one, you go to Street Slide, it's yeah. like, oh, that's what 4th Street looks like, and that's what's there, and that's next to that. Okay. Oh, hey, look, a place to eat dinner. That's just down the block. Okay, I, I see. No problem. Looks good. Cool. And last but not least... Sysadmin day. Technically, Dave, you're not our sysadmin, are you? No, because you didn't set up the server. Uh, no. Well, I don't know. I might be a sysadmin. I maintain our side of the server. But you're not the... Well, you're you're a half sysadmin. I'm not the server admin. No. But I'm responsible for, like, the namespace. But all of our sysadmins who are listening, happy sysadmin day. Yeah. Well, thank you all. For keeping the internet going and your own private servers and all yada, yada, yada. That one XKCD comic about Die Hard where it's just a sysadmin. (laughs) I haven't actually seen that one. No? No. That's really good. He had some really good stuff this last week on XKCD. Oh, I didn't see what Friday's was. What was yesterday? Oh, oh, that is true. Mm. Oh, yeah. That is true. The Sad. university websites? Yep. Yeah. Sad, but true. So, yeah, cool. Oh, my God, that, that was a long recording. Uh, we're not done, though. Nope. Random topic, which I rolled ahead of time, like always. Yeah. Since we don't have forums up <whistles> staring at our sysadmin. Oh, we, I thought we concluded I wasn't a sysadmin. Damn it. You can't have it both ways. <laughs> but I want it both ways. Can't I want this I want this to be Burger King. No. Why not? I want it my way. You can have it your way, just not both of your ways. But my way is to have it both ways. Nope. No? Nope. Oh. You don't get that. You know, Andy, if you walked into Burger King and said my way is that you give me all the money in the register, I don't think they'd give it to you. <laughs> that or they would also call the cops. Yeah. One of the two. Have it your way. Uh, I'd like a burger with $30 bills in it. <sighs> How to be an ass at Burger King. Anyways, random topic. Antonio Gaudi. Antonio Gaudi. I have never heard Is of this. Ga- oh, you have heard of him. You no. just don't know it. I have. Gaudi. Which when is, you talk about like a, a purse or a bag being incredibly gaudy, this is him. This is him. Wow, that is that is a crazy gaudy church. <laughs> At least I'm pretty sure this is him. I also like how his name is Anthony. Do you think I should Sounds spell like my? I should, should I spell my name with an I? No, no, no. Keep I. Keep keep the Y, not the I. Keep the Y. Besides, you'd have to go to the, the judge and get it changed. Yeah, and they would have to know why, and then I'd be like, no, I... I... after Gaudi? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure this is that Gaudi. I... Is there a... Let's see, is there anything on the... What? 
It says it's from the Latin gaudium, meaning enjoyment or merrymaking. Mm. So you Contrary fail. Contrary to what I've heard people assume in the past, etymology of the word gaudy probably is not related to Gaudi's architecture. His, his architecture, just on coincidence, seems to be quite gaudy. Yeah. By the way, I used the first link on Google. <gasps> For shame. Who wrote the article? Uh, it's a blog. Well, okay, who wrote the blog? No, it, it's like a personal blog. Well, okay, who was the author? I'm looking. <laughs> There's a lot of pictures. Prontowanderblog.com. <laughs> It's not helping, Dave. I'm looking for an author. I don't see her name. My life. What was it? Prone, prone to wander. Prone to wander. Blog. dot com. Oh, blog. dot com. Wander. Blog. dot com. Wild West domains. That's that. They're no www. Just prone to wander. Blog. dot com. I know. And it's owned by Wild West Domains, which does not give me... Oh, yeah, no, that's not going to give you their information. You're not allowed to visit the Whois webpage for wildwestdomains.com? <laughs> Great! Anyways, Anthony Gowdy was an architect. He did some crazy stuff. Go look on Wikipedia. <laughs> it, should, yeah, he... it should be the first link on Google when you search for his name. Anthony Gowdy... <laughs> Okay. Well, that was an an easy random topic. Uh, Thank you all for listening, and have a great week, and enjoy StarCraft 2. I think I'm going to play Fallout 3 instead. Oh, you know what? I've got that too, and I might play it, but I'm going to go outside now and spend time with friends in person, and then I'll come in and play either StarCraft 2 or Fallout 3. I don't Uh, have anybody over here to... Yeah, when you left the, the... the vault? Yeah. Did you kill the overseer? No. Damn. Why? Well, I tried to... The first time, I just killed him because he was threatening his daughter. Yes. And then she gets all, why did you kill my father? Yes. Uh, so the second time, I, I I went back, I restarted. I hadn't gotten very far. I'm like, okay, no, you know what? That's not... I want to try and do this without killing him because that's more of who I am. And so I get... I, I had her keep the gun and she pulls it on her father, kill him, but runs away. I beat up the guard. I go to the dad and say like, look, you know, fuck you, I'm leaving. And I go to hack the console. I even know the password on the console, but I still can't get it because I don't see it in there. And at this point, I've lost the opportunity to get the key from him. So I have to go back and kill him. The key's in one of the lockers. The key's in one of the... No, the the password. No, and one of the keys is in one of the lockers, too. Oh, both of them are in there? Yes. Oh, if you kill him, they're on his corpse. I know. Okay. But I didn't kill him. Uh, I, I did. She was mad at me. <laughs> she was less mad at me the second time because she had, you know, pulled a gun on him herself. But she was still mad at me. What's what's really sad is it turns out it's really bad karma to blow up an entire town. You killed Megaton, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I disarmed the bomb. It was easier just to blow it up. <laughs> no, it was. It took no effort to do. You walk up to it and say, "Click disarm." <laughs> I didn't have enough explosive capabilities. I leveled up until I did. Right, so... I, I now have a house in Megaton, actually. Well, I don't have to worry about that because there is no Megaton. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave, you know what I just realized? I forgot to stop pausing the recording. When did you pause the recording? No, I didn't.
Oh, yeah, so, no, I, I knew that this was oh, all being recorded. Okay, so are we done anyway, now? Yeah, have a good week, everyone. Jeez.